0: 2 Kings 11 Now when Athaliah the mother of Ahaziah saw that her son was dead she arose and destroyed all the royal offspring but Jehosheba the daughter of King Joram the sister of Ahaziah took Joash the son of Ahaziah and stole him away from among the king's sons who were slain even him and his nurse and put them in the bedroom and they hid him from Atalia, Athaliah Athaliah so that he was not slain. He was with her hidden in Yahweh's house six years, while Athaliah reigned over the land. In the seventh year Jehoiada sent and fetched the captains over hundreds of the Carites and of the guard, and brought them to him in Yahweh's house, and he made a covenant with them, and made a covenant with them in Yahweh's house, and showed them the king's son. He commanded them, saying, This is what you must do. A third of you who come in on the Sabbath shall be keepers of the watch of the king's house. A third of you shall be at the gate sewer, and a third of you at the gate behind the guard. So you shall keep the watch of the house and be a barrier. The two companies of you, even all who go out on the Sabbath, shall keep the watch of Yahweh's house around the king. You shall surround the king, every man with his weapon in his hand, and he who comes within the ranks, let him be slain. Be with the king when he goes out and when he comes in. The captains over hundreds did according to all that Jehoiada the priest commanded. And they each took his men, those who were to come in on the Sabbath, with those who were to go out on the Sabbath, and came to Jehoiada the priest. The priest delivered to the captains over hundreds the spears and the shields that had been King David's, which were in Yahweh's house. The guards stood, every man with his weapons in his hand, from the right side of the house to the left side of the house, along by the altar and the house around the king. Then he brought out the king's son and put the crown on him and gave him the covenant, and they made him king and anointed him. And they clapped their hands and said, Long live the king. When Athaliah heard the noise of the guard and of the people, she came to the people into Yahweh's house. And she looked, and behold, the king stood by the pillar, as the tradition was, with the captains and the trumpets by the king, and all the people of the land rejoiced and blew trumpets. Then Athaliah tore her clothes and cried, Treason! Treason! Jehoiada the priest commanded the captains of hundreds who were set over the army and said to them, Bring her out between the ranks. Kill anyone who follows her with the sword. For the priest said, Don't let her be slain in Yahweh's house. So they made way for her, and she went by the way of the horse's entry to the king's house, and she was slain there. Jehoiada made a covenant between Yahweh and the king and the people that they should be Yahweh's people, also between the king and the people. All the people of the land went out to the house of Baal and broke it down. They broke his altars and his images in pieces thoroughly, and they killed Matan, the priest of Baal, before the altars. The priest appointed officers over Yahweh's house, He took the captains over hundreds and the Karites and the guard and all the people of the land. And they brought down the king from Yahweh's house and came by the way of the gate of the guard to the king's house. He sat on the throne of the kings. So all the people of the land rejoiced and the city was quiet. They had slain Athaliah with the sword at the king's house. Jehoash was seven years old when he began to reign. So in this chapter we've got the one and only queen of Judah, and the northern nation of Israel has no queen, so it's the one and only queen of both, and she is the daughter of Ahab. So we've got this nasty moment where the house of Ahab, which we thought was extinguished, isn't quite. So in the north, Jehu, he kills the king, um, Joram or Jehoram of Israel, and he kills Ahaziah, the king of Judah, at the same time, and they're both connected with Ahab, But Ahaziah has married, um, you know, Athaliah. So um, there's now an Ahab connection in the south. So even though Ahab's been completely destroyed, the whole family line removed in the north, it's still here in the south. And she, Athaliah, she starts killing all the family members. She doesn't want any chance of anyone rising up to be the king. She's going to be in charge. And not only that, she's a terrible Baal worshipper. So she does what... Jezebel, who quite very well likely was her mother, did in the north, and she, she for six whole years, she there's a, a temple to Baal, she endorses Baal worship in the Chronicles account, they even go into the temple and take furniture out of the temple and use it for Baal worship. So it's pretty bad, but the son of Ahaziah, now remember, this is her grandson, is snuck, or sneaked, snuck away by I've forgotten the name of the lady, but the lady is um, the king's sister. Sneaks her away and hides her. It gets hidden in the temple and lives there for six years in secret. And then eventually they have this kind of coup. (laughs) I don't know what you call a coup when it's taking back the throne that you're supposed to have. You know, Normally a coup is where you get rid of the rightful king and you become in charge. But this is a coup where you become the king that you're rightfully supposed to be and then she calls out treason. So she destroys her own grandchildren and family to try to to maintain possession, and she becomes, for six years, the queen of Judah. Now I have a question. Way, way back when King David was the king, the Lord gave him a promise. Because David wanted to build God a house, the Lord said to David, I'm going to build you a house. And he said, you will never fail to have a man on the throne of, um, you know, well, on the throne In this case, it was not Israel, it was Judah, but you'll never fail to have a man on the throne. So, right now, we've got a woman on the throne, (laughs) and so, I want to ask the question, was God's promise to David all messed up? Because we've got this gap here with no man on the throne, we've got a woman on the throne, and, um, well, the truth is, is that when the Lord said that, he was speaking of Christ, because Sure, the physical descendants of David were going to rule, and except for this six-year gap here, where a descendant of Ahab ruled, and it wasn't a man, it was a woman, except for the six-year gap, the descendants of David ruled Judah for around about 414 years-ish, something like that, 420 years-ish, and, but... Uh, At that point, the Babylonians came and destroyed the kingdom, destroyed the kingship, and took it away, and they never, ever had a king again. So God's promise, do you think it was broken at that point? No, it wasn't, because the king that would reign on the throne for all time was Jesus Christ, and he's still on the throne today. We're told that the the Lord rules and reigns from heaven. The scriptures say it. Um, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's ruling over the affairs of the earth, right now and in fact if you look at things from a technical theological kind of point of view the lord has ruled in eternity he was actually the ruler of all things before king david was even born in psalm 146 which is believed to be a psalm of david david wrote this psalm 146 verse 10 the lord reigns forever your god o zion for all generations praise the lord So even here, way back in Psalm 146, David knew that the Lord is the one who reigns forever. He just didn't realize that the Lord was also going to become one of his descendants. So the Lord reigns forever for all generations, even when a queen is on the throne, not a king, or even when David's physical line stops being physical kings, the Lord reigns forever for all generations. Praise the Lord. So Joash becomes the king at the age of seven, he becomes the eighth monarch, but the seventh king of Judah. Now, if you want to kind of put yourself in the, in the picture, think of a seven-year-old you know. For me, it's my son Silas, who just turned seven a few days ago. And imagine him as the king. <laughs> it's really hard to do, and you couldn't do it without the Lord's help. And it's a picture of you and me. The Lord's called us to rule and reign with Christ. We can't do it without his help. We need to be walking with the Lord every day. So Father, we thank you that you are our high priest, just like Jehoiada was the high priest for the king in this story. And Lord, you help us. And I thank you, Lord, that we're called to rule and reign on the earth. Lord, we're called to administer your love and your mercy and your justice to people. Lord, help us. We need your help. And I thank you, Lord, that even when David's physical descendants were not on the throne, Lord, you are on the throne. And I thank you, Lord, you're on the throne of our lives. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we acknowledge it. Now help us, Lord, to always have bended knees before Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.